What kind of chuckas are those? Chuckas? Moron! Shoes? Yeah. I pull that off. Nice, dude. I had a feeling they were. Check, please. This is a giant cock. Yeah, well, you'll have to pry it for my dead Cole Hans. <laughs> the secret is just in his shoes. I read about it in a book. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> All right, um, should we fucking get this thing ripping? That would be excellent. 114. I fucked up! I love how Dan uh, Solomon goes, oh, I finally found the Curb episode that's, that he says I fucked up, and then Jeff goes, oh, yeah, and I finally found out where Giant Cock is from. <laughs> this is a Giant Cock. I actually turned on Boogie Nights the other day. That is funny, though, because people must be like, oh! Right, right. The person they're with is like, what? Dude? I know. <laughs> I know. Um, all right. <clears throat> you look like a fool. <laughs> you look like a fool, don't you, Tilford? <laughs> uh, I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 114th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Hurley. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Everybody, how are you? Timmy, looking good, buddy. Looking real warm. I know. I know it's so rude to go into someone's home and not take your coat off. But I, I don't know. I have this weird, just pussy sense of self-heat that... He walked in. I said, Timmy, take your coat off. Stay a while. <laughs> so I, I am staying a while, but the coat is still on. Which, again, I hate because I would be annoyed if someone... If I was in your shoes and someone was wearing their coats this whole time, I'd actually be annoyed by it, to be well, perfectly you're... frank. But, um, yeah, our heat just didn't kick on this morning. Unfucking believable. It fucking heat, huh? sucked. <laughs> um, so it was like 58 degrees in the house. That's cold. Yeah, like relative to human history, that's that's actually pretty balmy, but relative to a first world uh, cisgendered male that lives in a well-insulated house built only like 15 years ago, it's pretty freaking cold. Check, please. And uh, so I've been sitting in a house all day. Karen's probably listening, being like, well, I'm still sitting there while you're at Seabrook with heat drinking bourbon. But I'm sitting in a cold <laughs> house all day. And I'll tell you what, it takes it takes a while to get rid of that chill. It really does. I mean, I think like maybe a shower or a bath would zap me out of it. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I'm an adult and I'm not a fucking weakling so i'm just gonna suck it up like our ancestors would so little uh thought here yeah that would probably help karen more than you um too bad this isn't live advice i know you could still pass on the message though tonight okay while she's sitting at her computer she could turn the oven on and like tell you know whatever 350 whatever let it heat up and then like turn it off and just open the door that is true. I actually did think of that earlier. I didn't say that to her, but I was talking to uh, other people that also recommended that. Because this uh, coastal front uh, condominium. Coastal elite front? It's not really a condo, but this coastal home yep. gets very chilly. Because, yes. Because of the coastal winds, dude. Mm -hmm. Also, this house was built by a fucking moron. So, like, the windows suck. The insulation moron! fucking sucks. It gets really fucking cold down here. Even if I crank the heat to goddamn 74, it'll be like warm for a bit and then it just co cools right off. Yeah. But if we use the oven and I'm baking bread, 
Me and Jess are like, holy fuck, it's hot in here. That is actually, uh, that is that is really sage advice, especially because Karen literally works in front of the oven. That's exactly my thought process. Um, but yeah, like, no. You're still fucked, but. I should have, I should have imparted that wisdom uh, onto her before I left. I do agree. That is, that is something that we should Thank do. Thank you. Thanks, But man. um, also, that's one of the things when you enter adulthood that you learn, like aside from that is wheelbarrow or that a rooster is actually still a chicken right. is you don't actually realize how important the integrity of windows are until you're a bill paying adult. That's correct. Not even, it's not even the money. It's, it's just the actual discomfort because like you said, even if you didn't care about money and you threw caution in the wind, you were like, I'm just going to crank the heat up to like 85. Yeah. If you're sleeping next to that window, it's still not going to be enough to combat that cool coastal wind. You know right, what I'm saying? dude. And uh, my parents had some contractor over here one day. And she was like, I want to place replace these four windows down here. I'm like, oh, thank God. Thanks, Mom. This is going to be great. And then uh, I was like, oh, nice to meet you. He's like, hey, you too. And then she comes back in laughing. She goes, guess. Just guess how much he wanted to replace the four windows. I'm like, uh, 1200 bucks." And she gives me the thumb. Yeah. I'm like, higher? She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, five grand. She just keeps doing the thumb. Yep. She didn't stop me until $22,000. Yeah, dude. To replace four fucking windows? It's fucking insane. So she sent, she sent the guy packing. Dude, it's it, but windows are so expensive. Like if there's not if, goddamn twenty two thousand dollars. If you wanted to, if you have like a two thousand square foot house and you wanted to replace all the windows, it would literally cost close to forty grand. Yeah, but four windows, dude. Well, that's ridiculous. Like, give me a fucking throw me a bone here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. How about that? Really gets the crowd going. You know, the window salesman, when they tell you the price, it's really painful. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, right, right, right. But no, it's just one of those things. And then the heat, because if, if everything was well insulated, you'd go, all right. Well, and our right. house obviously is decently insulated because it, it really did only, we woke up, it was 62 degrees. It stayed at 58. Mm. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, it's like 42 degrees in the house right now. But, right. Uh, but she has blankets and a warm dog, you know? Right. Like, come on, Karen, stop complaining. Yeah, come on. But it does get cold. <laughs> and, anyways, now I look like a pussy. I look like some pathetic weasel sitting with my LL Bean coat. I'm sure I go, I go, Karen, stop complaining. Well, she hasn't said anything, and meanwhile, you're here complaining. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bourbon's good. For- the problem with booze like this, it's it's like a paradox. It is. Because it warms you up, but then the, the booze thins the blood, so you right. inevitably wind up colder. Right. So it's a weird thing when you see a bum drinking bourbon, and you go, oh, it's for that warm chest feeling, right? He goes, uh, no, it's because I live on the fucking street, dude. You ever try to do this sober? And then you realize, oh, he's drinking because his life sucks. It doesn't keep him warm. I do remember the reading. I don't know if it was in like fucking goddamn a history book or something. Well, Mythbusters did an episode. Maybe that's what it was. But I, I don't know why I was heading towards um, when they were doing like the Great Frontier out to the, the West. Yeah. And like painting for gold and shit. But all those guys would just drink alcohol because they thought it would warm them up and then they'd all end up freezing to death because right. it actually lowers your temperature. Like right, you right, 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 right. So that's a good way for me to repeat exactly what you just said, folks. Well, it sucks because everything that's enjoyable thins your blood. Alcohol, cigarettes, caffeine, like everything that you enjoy, every vice winds up, uh, you know, making you colder. Yeah, that's a, that's, 
That's a fucking good point. So actually, if you're on the beach and if you're on the if you're on the salty, uh, summery beach of the Bahamas, mm. the best thing you could do is have a hot cup of coffee and oh. a cigarette. Oh, because it'll just thin you right out, I will cool s- right down. I will say though, and there's nothing. I know that you'll agree with me on this. Oh, not that I've done this in a very long time. Um, but there's nothing like mm. just being outside. Yes, in nine degree weather. Yep. With a jacket on and, and your left hand is like in the sleeve a little bit. Yep. And then your right hand is in the sleeve a little bit, but just poking out of the sleeve is two fingers. Yep. And an American spirit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And something about that just brisk cold air. It it does oh. it is the best. One, it feels like cause while you're breathing this carcinogen toxic <laughs> smoke. It almost feels healthy for a second because you get this cool waft of just freezing cold air that just cuts right to the bottom right. of your torso. And then you exhale it, and the plume is exaggerated because it's also your carbon right. dioxide yeah. coupled with the exhale smoke. Yep. And you just go, this is so crisp. It's thermal. You, you actually feel clean smoking a cigarette. I know people are going to think, like, that's not possible. But it's true. When I'm smoking a cigarette in July, right, I don't feel guilty about it, but I feel dirty. Where you go, like, this just, like, I'm so fucking hot out. I've been drinking all day, hacking butts at the beach. Right. You, you spend just, half the day apologizing to people. Yeah. But then there's something sorry, about sorry. the winter. One period, no matter what the context is, being voluntarily outside in the winter makes you feel like this rugged, old school badass. I don't know what it is. It's got to be this primal satisfaction. When you're voluntarily outside in the cold, I say this after I was just bitching about being inside in the cold, but... When you're standing out there and you're just hacking a nice crisp winter butt, oh, seldom things beat it. Like you, you will seldom find something that's better than that. Right, dude. But I don't know. I'm sure. Win- I'm sure winning the lottery would be cool. But I don't know. I wish people would get away from the stigma that cigarettes have had. I get that the whole Philip Morris and all the tobacco legislation, all this shit. You know, it has a bad, you know, it kills like 500,000 people a year, I think. Um, but come on, it's a great vice. In the U.S. or? In the U.S. alone. Yeah, pretty sure. So smoking cigarettes kills 500,000 people in the U.S. every year. Yes. That's a lot more than COVID. <laughs> I know. CNN should have a COVID death ticker for, I mean, a cigarette death ticker. They should. Which um, mysteriously, but it won't help them. Um, it it can't be used against politicians, so they right. don't use it. So they don't use it. I don't know if anyone else noticed this. I'm sure you didn't, uh, but maybe you did. Is the day after uh, Joe Biden's inauguration, CNN got rid of the death count ticker. They yeah. were just like, ah, oh, we don't need this anymore. They've had the ticker for ten months straight. Literally, they couldn't even wait. Jeff Zucker or whatever creep runs that place now couldn't say like, hey, listen. Obviously, all these QAnon right-wing conspiracy nut jobs are fucking making a big stink about everything. So, like, let's just maybe, let's get rid of the death ticker, like, next week. Let's phase out of it, maybe. We'll put on some And just go, nope, our guy's in. All right, get rid of that ticker. COVID uh, can no longer, if since COVID hurts the president, uh, we just got to get rid of it. And they're like, oh, and you know what else? Let's just... Let's just open California back up because, dude, Joe Biden's in now. It is 
Unreal. And by the way, I have no emotional connection to any... I wouldn't cross the street to defend a politician. So I'm not defensive of whatever stupid politician that is benefiting or, or mal-benefiting from any of this stuff. But you can't be an honest person and say that this thing is... Well, one, the thing is real. But what I'm talking about, it's been weaponized as a political measure to be used as a cudgel against people whom the establishment wants in there. Like, there's a whole idea. Why would COVID deaths immediately stop concerning CNN on January 20th? It's just so did, bizarre. Did we fix everything? We must have. And then everything's just opening back up. Michigan just opened up indoor dining. Their numbers right now, their daily COVID cases are higher than they were at the time where they canceled indoor dining. I would like to see all these people. You can't argue with these people because they're so they're so full of it. Like this is why they get so worked up in the face. If you notice, right. if you notice, like you can't have a discussion on any of this stuff. That's why I don't, dude. I just stick to the without science. any of these people. They start screaming, calling you personal names, and then they right. leave the room because their ideas are so weak. That they can't hold up to scrutiny. They can't even hold up to just a friendly debate. And yet, now when everything is blanketedly just out in the open, why are they getting rid of all these restrictions we were told were necessary just because it seems a little bit coincidental? And it is coincidental. Notice the air quotes. I noticed. All these people that go, oh, oh, hey, how come they're opening up all dining? I thought you said restrictions work. There's no data zero that has changed that would give them any sort of ammo against my line of inquiry. Okay, so these right. are the most dishonest, most unscientific, just most partisan hack people. Every thought in their mind comes from them parroting some talking head moron on television and they have no ground to stand on because the second you go, hey, wait, this those people you've been relying on to feed you your stupid talking points, they just messed up. They just reveal themselves as being total phonies. And then they get pissed off because then they go, wait, I've been basing all of my opinions on their opinions. Well, yeah, sorry, man. They screwed up. They've revealed themselves as morons. So I guess you either need to change your mind in light of this new facts or just admit you're also a moron. Either way, I'm fucking tired of it. You mean kind of like how the uh, day after Joe Biden's inauguration, uh, the WHO goes, oh, we just fig figured out that um, there's kind of a problem with this PCR threshold thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dude, you're kidding me. You mean the same thing I was talking about like 35 fucking episodes ago? But the hilarious part, the people that condescend you, that tell you you're a moron, the people that are so smart and dedicated to science are the ones too stupid to see the most obvious flaws in their entire design behind their line of thinking. The fact that WHO literally this is this is not a conspiracy theory. There's actual emails. If you go back in time, even the stupid whatever stupid news sites these other people read, they'll be able to find even their own trusted news sites have covered this story. The WHO literally colluded with China to say that you could not transmit COVID person to person. They did this a month after they knew what the real problem was. Everybody knows it. I am a fucking... I, I have a just a normal fucking middle class job and I know this. You're telling me that Lord and Savior Fauci somehow doesn't know this? These people are phonies. At best, they're morons. <laughs> At worst, they're liars. 
And it's fucking disgusting that actual people's lives have been ruined in the ambitious pursuit of political power that these people have abused their positions. Imagine if I had a... I'm mad now. I've lost nothing. If anything, I've just gained 3,500 bucks or whatever from this whole fucking thing. I can't even imagine how fucking livid I would be if I had to tell my kid that they can no longer go to college because I can't pay for their tuition due to my life livelihood being stripped from me. And then you find out the second their stupid, creepy politician gets in office, everything's just good now. How are these people not indicted? If that's not fraud on the most gross and negligible level, I, uh, negligent level, I don't know what is. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I am in full agreement with your opinion. And nobody cares. All of these fucking people. Here's the thing. I get worked up by my own political thoughts. What I've never done, the one sin I've never committed, is telling somebody else that their opinions are wrong on moral grounds. I've never played that stupid card where you go, well, (laughs) I must just care about people more. So I've never been guilty of that, but I find it odd that the people that are most despicable, the people that are most callous to actual hurting that's going on in their country, are the people that wield that weapon of, I'm moral, I'm a good person, I'm virtuous, more than any other person. And I'm not a Freudian scholar, but I would say that's probably what they're talking about when they reference projection. Everything they accuse you of is exactly what they're doing, and it's fucking disgusting. Look at these fucking lockdowns just being lifted. What was the common denominator? What was the catalyst that set in motion these new changes? Oh, the fucking president changed? What a coincidence. So coincidental. And I made the mistake. When this was going on, I used to joke, half-heartedly joke, but also be serious, that this was going to, that COVID was over on November 3rd or 4th, whenever the fucking election was. And I used to say that half disingenuously, half genuinely. And... Then the election came and went, and I go, oh, I guess that wasn't true. But even with the day one of the president being elected, I should have thought more deeply about it and said, oh, no, it's going to be inauguration. Even what really did happen, I would not have been cynical enough to predict would have happened in November. These people are completely naked in their total lack of sincerity in any of these restrictions, and at this point, it's your. If you're going to get into the COVID debate and get mad, then it's your fault for not knowing how full of shit these people are. If you're going to actually want a seat at the table to talk about COVID, then not actually seeing this means that you're just totally half hearted and insincere about your whole stance on this crap. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude. Oh, Jesus. I thought you were supposed to be the mad one. Today. I was, but I, you're, you're touching all, all my, you're touching on all my points. So I'm just letting you go. I got a couple notes, a couple little things I just wanted to throw in there, throw into the fucking mix, dude. Oh? Just so happens, last week, last fucking week, dude, right yep. after Biden becomes the prezi. Yep. Uh, this is just one example, one example of many. Kansas Department of Health. This is a giant cock. They tried to quietly say, you know what, we're going to reduce the... Uh, the PCR threshold, which you are very familiar. I did a whole fucking episode on this many, many weeks ago. Yep. We're going to just reduce it from 42 to 35, okay? Let's just let's just keep that between us. Mm-hmm. Wasn't kept between us. Fucking picked up by the news. Yeah, reduce the threshold from 42 to 35. They did a study in a New York lab. They took 872 random COVID tests, right? Yep. Looked at them. They said if they adjusted the PCR threshold to 
like 30 or 35, 63% of the positives would have been negatives. They did the same thing in fucking Massachusetts, um, where the threshold was 40. And also, just for perspective, not to interrupt, uh, isn't Fauci himself on record yes. about five years ago saying to never breach the 35 he said threshold? anything over 34 is just utter fucking nonsense. So this is actually all consistent with what Fauci has always said. Right. For many, many months. Many months. That's why I'm a fucking crazy right wing nut because I knew about this for fucking many months. So get fucked. Um, but they did the same thing in a Massachusetts lab, which all of the, the threshold was 40. They said, if it was a 30, let's redo these tests. 90% of them, which were positive, would have actually been negative. So I well, was only fucking saying that for fucking ever. And now it's all coming out and I'm a fucking asshole. Um, cool. Yep. That was really all I was to touch on. But there's still hope, dude. You know why? Why? Because there's a vaccine, man. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a fucking vaccine. Yeah, it's going to be good. Because... Um, It'll fix it. I mean, I'm pretty sure... I mean, if you take it, you're probably... You're not contagious anymore, right? I'm. Maybe should we look it up? Well, the thing that I like about the vaccine... So, I'm a, yeah, la- yeah. I'm a layman. Okay. I don't like wearing a mask or having the... Right. 25% capacity. Oh, also, that's that's randomly changing next week, too, in Massachusetts. Oh, like, that's these random. These people are fucking disgusting. That's so random. Um, but all right. But as a layman, I hate wearing a mask. I don't like this whole new over the top, over sanitized process of going out to a restaurant and all this shit. So that's why I'm looking forward to the vaccine because I just want to go back to normal. Well, let's just check. Let's just make sure. Um, so, all right. If you're get the vaccine, do you have to wear a mask? Let's see. Oh, um, Okay, so if you get the vaccine, you still have to wear a mask, apparently. That's fucking weird, but it's probably not contagious, right? Let's fucking see here what we got. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, if you get the vaccine, you're actually, you're still contagious. What the fucking thing? Um, Okay. Uh, You probably, I mean, it's going to stop you from getting COVID, right? Yep. So let's at least fucking get that in the fucking books here. Oh, no, actually, if you get the vaccine, you can still fucking get COVID. That's fucking weird. Um, Well, if you already had it, you probably don't need the vaccine, right? Let's see here. Oh, no, you actually, if you've already had COVID, you still need the vaccine. So. Just fucking weird. All right. Is there any benefit to getting the vaccine? Um, I mean, I wonder how long it lasts. Let's, Let's see how long the thing fucking lasts. They have no fucking idea. No idea how long the vaccine lasts. Okay. Um, well, I mean, do we still have to social distance, you think? Nah, surely that'll Back. get rid of that. There's no fucking way I do. Still need to social distance. Okay. So what I've gathered here is that the vaccine does absolutely fucking nothing. Except for this baseless claim. You like that fucking term? This yeah. baseless claim that it, it makes COVID not as bad if you end up getting it than if you didn't get the vaccine, which is a completely unmeasurable thing. Right. So right. why don't you take that fucking claim and cram it up your urethra? <laughs> Dude, here's my problem with this whole thing. What's your problem, bro? And just for all the annoying people. And first of all, if you're going to be annoying. Fucking, sorry, not to goddamn mention, dude. 
these goddamn elderly people taking the vaccine are dropping dead left and right from the vaccine. Of course, they'll be like, oh, well, there's no, there's no link uh, that proves that it was from the vaccine. Cool, man. They got the vaccine a week later, then they fucking die. So if you don't fucking believe me, just read for fucking five minutes, okay? As you were. Ugh. These people are just... They're fucking pumping people in goddamn um, hospice with the vaccine. Why? Dude, this whole thing has started out as a real... It's a real virus that's killing people. Yes. Okay? And I've never said it... Well, okay. I did... Because Kev's going to be like, yes, you did? Like, in the first week... Uh, I was, he's not going to make it this far. He probably already trashed all his furniture. And he gets really <laughs> upset by this for some reason. But in the first week, I was like, this probably isn't even fucking real, dude. It's going to be over in a goddamn, you know, two weeks. It's fucking real. I get that. But it is nowhere near as fucking bad as the media has been covering it to be. Nowhere fucking near. Okay? The media laughs and cheers whenever somebody with legitimate dissenting views is crushed in silence. This, I find it not even ironic because, of course, this is how they always wind up. Whoever has gone on to lead their country into horrible atrocities always was the person at dinner parties stating how they were the most moral ones. Right. And it's right. So it's actually not even ironic. It's just consistent with history. Mm. These are the most, first of all, if somebody is merely disagreeing with you, Okay. Right. Let's even let's even use the term spread misinformation, whatever that oh, means. Oh, that fucking term, yeah. huh? Uh the same people that say uh cops are going on murder sprees and can't produce a single I love all this fact like when it comes to medical stuff, they're very serious about statistics and numbers. Yeah, and, uh, I hear there's well, a... uh, and then like any one other stupid claims you ask them to produce like any evidence, like not even statistics, any evidence. Like the massive Nazi uprising in the US. And they they just shout you down and leave the room. This is why I used to actually get annoyed because I used to treat some of these people as like, oh, just like you're just a debate adversary. Like we're coming from two conflicting views um, and let's just hash it out. And then if we can agree on the uh, core set of facts, then we can kind of sift through it and, and figure out who's right in a, in a civilized manner. They don't do that anymore. That's why I remember, like, talking, like, politics and topical stuff used to be fun because people were coming at it with good faith. Now it's, like, it's honestly like a Patriots fan saying the Patriots don't cheat and a non-New Englander football fan saying the Patriots do cheat. It's just going to wind up in a fistfight. Like, just stop, like, it, because you're coming from it on a place that's so deeply rot with insincerity that it's just unreal but i just love how all of these people even when we do covid shit not yeah. a single one of the critics come back and by the way i'm actually i'm not a leftist tyrannical fascist so i don't mind when people disagree with us i don't actually have the impulse to silence people i'm like the fascist left but one thing i will say is most of the time when people come at us and they're all upset for some fucking reason. It's like they work for Anthony Fauci or something. They're like deeply offended. And they come at us. They never dispute anything specific. They just say, you're a fucking idiot. You're like, which is fine with me because obviously I think they're idiots anyway. So I'm fine to just go our merry ways just thinking each other's stupid. But 
it's kind of telling that they never actually say anything. And then the funniest part is all the people that they cited in June when we were getting into this heated debate all the time, the same people they cited in June to conflict with our findings are now giving us the ammo we're using right now because they've completely flip-flopped. Right. So the people in June said you don't have repute you don't have like you know, reputable sources. And the irony is because it's so insincere and ridiculous to begin with, everyone has inevitably flip-flopped because the more that they reveal themselves, the more they find they, they reveal themselves to be phonies. So now our sources are the same sources that got them to be in the position that they were in six months ago, except that we were consistent always having said this, and their sources have come over to our side. So this whole thing is a fucking joke. I fucked up. And have you met one single whiny, COVID-fearing millennial that has in any way stopped any social gathering? Some have, but most of the people I know, they're like, oh, I can't go back to work. Are you kidding? They're like out at bars all the time. Right. Right there. So the government says you can come up with 25% capacity. The, the, and you know what the hilarious part is? Because these people are such little lemmings. They're such, they, they have these bovine impulses to just wander around. That if the government tomorrow says, we're opening up everything, it's safe now. These little sleuths wouldn't even question it. They'd be like, all right. Like, so they're blindly allegiant to the government, but not actual facts on what's happening. Like, I don't even understand it. Because if I walked around and I lived in California and said, oh, no, the government, the governor of California is out in restaurants without wearing masks and all this stuff, uh, they would never let me get away with that. They'd go, oh, dude, you're an anti-masker fucking loser. Oh, I wish I had but the then they'll f- go and vote for Gavin Newsom again. <laughs> right. I wish I had the gosh darn clip. But, um, fuck, I hate that I'm getting mad. I, find, I, sound, I know I'm so annoying when I get like this, and I'm not trying to do that. It's fine, but it's just, dude. Jesus Christ. It's just, I... If people didn't do the moral crap, I wouldn't care. If people were just like, they loved lockdowns and were paranoid, I would give them the benefit of the doubt. But I'm so sick of this fake perch on which they sit. Like, there's some moral authority on everything. It's like the most... Have you noticed, too, most of my progressive, like, people that I'm thinking of right now, um, just, they don't actually care about anyone but themselves. They're not, they don't have a family that they started. They don't have like a career they're enthused about. They don't have a passionate hobby. They don't have anything. And these are the people that pretend like they're the most like compassionate, like <laughs> empathetic people. It's like, dude, you watch Netflix all day and smoke weed. Spare me. <laughs> you care about no one but yourself. What do you fucking care? And it drives me insane. By the way, it's totally fine if you're single and, and smoke weed and play Netflix, but what, you, what you're not allowed to do, in my opinion, is lecture anybody else about empathy, because you probably have none. If you have no children, you live alone, and you make over $50,000 a year, and you're not giving at least $8,000 to a charity every year or donating your time, then why don't you just zip it? Because... <laughs> Getting mad on fucking Twitter at somebody for ha- for having committed <laughs> wrong think doesn't actually prove you're a good person. You fucking dunce. Zip it. I don't know why that really just did me in, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed zip it. Zip it. 
Um, you definitely need a disclaimer. I'm going to put a disclaimer at the top of this episode and say, if you're my friend, don't even listen to this because I'm pissing everybody off right now. I can feel it. <laughs> you know what, though, dude? It's our fucking podcast. We can piss off who we want to piss off. We don't even have sponsors or ads or money. So none of it matters. Well, in in here's my one defense. I really mean everything I say. So like, this is why I'm not going to be mad if people c- call in or whatever and criticize it because I'm happy to respond because I mean everything I said. Right. So, anyways, fuck it. That's true. Fuck it, dude. Hey, you're right. It's our podcast. Yeah, that's right. Ours. Yeah. Yeah. I meant to hit this. Anyways. Oh yeah. So, anyways, those Red Sox, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see what GameStop's up to. Um, can't tell from here. Looks like it's just chilling. Oh, I was so pissed today. So yeah, tell me about this. Why are you so pissed? I'm listening on audiobook to this great Sherlock Holmes. Novel. I love audiobooks, by the way. I'm beginning to really enjoy them, dude. It's so nice, man. Because it's like if you don't have an album you're excited about or whatever, like nothing really comes close to that. But you get a good audiobook. Oh, it's the best. You get to drive around. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't. And, oh, no, go sorry. Ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, and as of today, I'm doing this thing, which I thoroughly enjoyed. So I'm definitely doing it more because I have these um, wireless in-ear Bose headphone things. Yep. The buds. So I'll just put one bud in this year and I can listen to a podcast or a fucking audio book or whatever at work. Yeah. And then I can just have my computer playing music for the other people in the office yep because they enjoy the music nobody wants to sit in fucking silence right yep and i can listen to my my shit in my ear and everyone's none the wiser dude that is brilliant isn't it that's really good i did it today i really enjoyed it i'm gonna do it every day now see if i still worked in an office i would do that yeah i mean that's brilliant. and if anyone in here works in an office which if you do you probably don't work in an office because those are all like kind of closed down tim's give it a try tricks. man give it a shot yeah so it's great I'm about probably 60% through this audiobook, right? That's getting really good. Okay. So I won't bore you with the whole story. I'm on my way here. And I listen to this audiobook all the fucking... Anytime I'm in my car, when I'm at the gym, anytime I'm outside of my house, I listen to it. When I shower, I listen to it. Um, and uh, so at, anyway, at this point in the plot, Sherlock's in trouble. Watts needs to... He he's at this crossroads where he needs to be needs to rely on his wit and his inventiveness for a huge problem that actually has big implications. Classic. So I'm on. I'm passing like I'm on a 286. I'm familiar. So Watts needs to figure out how to get this message to Holmes because he's predisposed. Oh Jesus! Um, indisposed and oh, right. Watts. And I'm invested in the whole story. So I'm like, this is what is Watts going to fucking do? Right. And then, so then Watts is just because Watts, Watts writes the books. He's the biographer. So he's, he's pacing around and he's like brainstorming. He's thinking of all these things. And then he goes, and then I thought, no, he goes, and then I realized the book. So I'm like, what? And then the fucking clip I used to keep my phone there. Yeah, the phone like sometimes it it uh, like it comes undone. And my oh yeah yeah. So then Watts goes, and then I realized the book, and then the fucking phone pops out, 
It goes into the front, like, little under the glove box. Oh, Jesus. And the fucking ox cable breaks. No! Because the tip has been on the fucking, uh, it's been on the fritz. Fuck, dude. So I... I sit here before you now, having no... I should already know what the plan is, because I had a good five minutes left before I arrived here. And then on my fucking way home, I think I'm going to actually have to just play it speakerphone and put it in my cup holder. Is it ox, is it ox to ox? It's, a, it's it? ox to the iPhone. Oh, because of the... So it needs stupid. that thing the charger has. I might but be able to hook you up. I actually have uh, ox, but the thing is, I for some reason, it saved it, so it went to, shipped to my dad's house. So anyways, I'm just fucked on the way home now. <laughs> I was so fucking intrigued. Well, your dad's house is on the way home. I know, but I'm not but he lives there. I'm not gonna like, you know. Hey dad, I'm here to just get something and then leave. Yeah. Right. Well, I could, I, mean, I, could I could hook you up if you need. If you do if you do actually have one that you're not gonna use, I I actually will take you up on that. I think I do, dude. Because I know I can immediately return it to you since I already have one on deck, but it would get me through the ride home. Right. Which is important. Which is really important. Ugh. Oh God! Oh, and, uh, write us in too. I think we've. I think I. I, have any I think I've email. alienated our entire audience at this point. But if you, we do have a question for the audience. If you listen to an audiobook, are you allowed to say you read that book when it's complete, or do you have to put the caveat that you listen to an audiobook? So put it this way: you're at a you're at a party, someone that you know, not necessarily a close friend, but someone whose you know respect you kind of crave. And they're discussing a book that you had listened to on audio. You're probably going to say you read that book, right? You're probably not going to put the disclaimer in. Yeah, probably. And honestly, I kind of think that's fine because to 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 be honest, the audio book, it's I think it's much more, you know, evocative than any other form. So you're actually probably getting a deeper sense of the story than if you read it. Our fucking Gmail has gone to shit. Is it all just fucking... It's all ads now. Huh. Just starting... Um, starting December... 11th. Starting December 11th, now we just get golf ads. Interesting. Like five a day. Huh. I wonder what happened on December fucking 11th. Hmm. Whatever. Um... I mean, I think we've only been pissing people off for like two weeks, too, so that's weird. Yeah, but I'm sure like somebody's way of getting back to us would be signing us up for like a golf magazine or some shit. <laughs> Take that, suckers. Although that is a common form of uh, blackmail, because I work with a kid that uh, someone pissed him off at Airbnb. Actually, I, sh- I think it was Airbnb. But the guy was a fucking douchebag, so the kid took his email yeah. and just signed him up to... Like he just spent an hour one day and just signed this guy's email up to like probably 500 random subscriptions so that this guy's <laughs> inbox just gets bombed every day. <laughs> and that was actually kind of a funny form of revenge. That is pretty funny. I like that. It's like a little bit harmless, but also pretty terrible. It's it's because it's it's an annoying prank. It's not like a devastating one. Right. Yeah, it's, it's harmless. Because once that email's out there, dude. Good luck fucking unsubscribing and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I like those pranks when the have you seen those pranks where the kid always like he buys something that they're gonna ask for his email and his email's like already ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they'll be like, okay, cool. The cashier will be like, okay, cool. What's your email? And they'll be like, it's um 
small pubes 31 or whatever. Yeah, right. Terrible example. I think that actually was one of them. That's why it popped up. But uh, it's funny. It's a funny little prank. Ah. Premature ejaculator 69. Yes. Uh, Tiny pecker 15. Tiny pecker 15 is actually a good one. Eating shit. I gotta get off Yahoo, dude. Have you ever been on Yahoo? Uh, not ever, but recently. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say yes. Um, not recently. No. Why? Is it bad? Real bad, dude. It's UX is a fucking disaster. It's really? so shitty. Jesus Christ. Like, honestly, I kind of want to. Oh, after the show, I kind of want to open up my email just so you can see how fucking trash it is. I um. So my first. Uh, email address was obviously AOL, obviously. Yep. Um, and my second email address was with Yahoo, which I haven't logged into in, I don't know, a million years. You never had a Hotmail one? No, I didn't. So a I wonder fucking bitch. how many oh God. unread emails I, oh my God, games, stop fucking. What's that? Tanked. Is that like 205 or something? Why are you gay? Um, what the fuck? It's really not that bad for me because <laughs> I don't have like fucking 10 grand in it or anything like these fucking morons. Um, let's see here. I'm just going to see if I can log in and just see how many goddamn unread emails got a cup holder. How's that spot? <laughs> oh, so you're going on Yahoo now. So you'll be able to see. I mean, if my fucking... What's a good browser? What's a good uh, like a good email address? Like actual email address or, or like, no, like host? A, like a yeah. Like what? Where? Where should I use? I hate Google, so I'm not getting a Gmail. I have um. Fuck! I wish I could remember the name of it. Outlook kind of sucks. <sighs> I'll get it. I'll get it. Outlook does suck. Everything sucks now. Everything is anti. Non left winger. If you're not a left winger, everything just hates you and wants you to fucking die. It's not even if you're a non left winger. It's if if you're not a totalitarian fascist. Right. That's kind of what I meant. They don't want you. That's literally what I meant. But um, it's becoming the same. Let's see what look this at, looks look like. At what Why is that guy so sweaty? Senator presiding over impeachment trials fall, falls ill. Well, he's sweaty because he's ill. Well, I guess that explains it. He looks like shit too. Clearly didn't use that sanitizer in front of him. Male. Forever zero F zero. Are you kidding? At yahoo.com. This was my fucking shit. What does that even mean? I thought it would be cool to start a band called Forever Zero. (laughs) Guess who was in it? Uh, Cooch? Just me. That's really just me. Sounds like you achieved your goal. But I was like fucking 11, dude. Oh, okay. I really have to verify? I I love how we had emails when we were like 13. Wait, you got in? Oh, it stops counting. There's that many. Dude, what? That sucks, dude. I want the number. It says 999 plus. How did you just get in that easily? This is great, huh? Look at this. Holy shit, dude. PayPal? I wonder if you could go back to like your first received email. Like what happens if you type in like 2002. This is linked to my Venmo? Are you kidding me? Here's when I paid you $50 because I bet you that Trump would win and I lost. Wow. I can't believe that's linked to my Yahoo. That's creepy. Maybe actually. 
this isn't as bad as I think because I still saw those sitting on the top and those happened like weeks ago. Whereas if I went to my Gmail and went to a fucking, you know, email from last week, it would be seven pages away. Oh, right, 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 right. But I guess I can't find out how many unread messages I have because they only they only count up to nine nine nine. Yeah, that sucks. It fucking does suck, dude. Well, either way, Yahoo's a fucking disaster. There's got to be like hundreds of thousands of unread. But messages. Yahoo's the only one I can think Ugh. of. Sorry. That doesn't totally creep me out. Gmail? No, sorry. I know. I'm kind of pissed. Could that you I have to like be a creepier villain type? Um, so Gmail's out. Uh. Outlook, I don't like this whole fucking Gates guy. And then uh, fucking, what are the other ones? It's kind of like, there's, what are the big ones? There's one that I'm, I, it's, I'm drawing a blank here, but it's like a secure mail thing that like, it's like Proton, Proton or Photon Mail or some shit like that. We'll look into it after the episode. And, yeah, I need something. But it's very non- um, fascist. So, oh, nice. So it's probably it's anti-fascist. It's anti-fascist. It's not antifa though, because that's actually fascist. That's my favorite Don uh, Lamont uh, quote when he goes, he goes, you know, they they say that antifa is being fascist, but it it's it's in the it's right there in the name, anti-fascist. They're not fascist. <laughs> it's like one of those things that's just the cover up is is so obvious that it's dumb. Right. It's like when Eric Cartman calls himself like totally not fat and really cool. Exactly. It's like <laughs> it's so over the top that the only implication a reasonable person could have is that it means the exact opposite. I know you people are having dinner, but get the fuck up or we're going to beat the shit out of you because of anti-fascism. Ugh. Get out of here. You can't eat here because this is not a free country. I just uh, love how everyone's cool with with censorship now. Like all the cool kids love Oh, they the love it, dude. All the cool kids love the government squashing people that says unkind things about the government. Right. Like, why don't you get it over with, buy a one-way ticket to China, and just just go there? You Why turn America into this? You, you can already have it in China. Right. Like, this is what I don't understand. Oh, all your wildest all dreams. All you college kids or what? I don't know what whoever the main core of fascists is. It's mostly college kids, dude. Just go to China, Didn't... go to Venezuela. There's so many options you have that have fascist regimes. You clearly want that, so just go there. Why ruin this place? If you want to be told what to think, travel to China. Nonstop yeah. flights, only ninety nine dollars. Or go to college in America. Or um, you know, dude, if you want to only have access to like some websites that only have one opinion dude go to china they've already got it for you yeah well there's something that's definitely infectious about this because i've noticed it it's not like because even like if we do something on the podcast that pisses people off like most people aren't pissed off by it but i'm just saying like it's it's never even like oh what you guys said was stupid like that's not true it's like, hey, you shouldn't be allowed to say. It's like it's it's so weird. It's like, why are you yeah. guys saying this? So y- you didn't fairly represent the other side as well. It's like, dude, are you fucking kidding? Like you've bought into this crap. Ugh. I've I've picked up on 
on a pretty simplistic explanation. Oh? Right-wingers, this is obviously, I'm obviously generalizing here, so calm the fuck down. Right-wingers don't really want to change the source of the information. They just stop. They want more information available. Yes, and then the information they don't want, they just stop it right before it gets to them. They go, well, I don't want that information. I'll just take this information. Left-wingers go, that information that's wrong must never leave the source. Well, did you see this stupid thing that Twitter's doing? It's called, like, Birdwatch now, where basically anyone, if you tweet something, anybody can flag it for misinformation. And then say, why? so their way of combating... Random people from spreading misinformation is by random people seeing tweets and saying that it's misinformation. What's so hilarious, dude? What does misinformation even fucking mean? You guys just said that Trump got elected by colluding with Russia. That was all bullshit. There was never any evidence. These people are still on TV saying the same shit. They all kept their jobs. They were never ashamed of anything. You say that cops are disproportionately going around shooting unarmed black men when statistically and factually uh, per encounter white people get actually shot more often than the cops you're saying that there's a fucking nazi uprising you're saying that the capitalist the capital quote insurrection caused parla to be taken down because that's where people conspired to actually plan the event and yet facebook and twitter caused the most overwhelming planning of the capital they've had nothing happen to them you are a fucking crony you are a tool you're being used by the dumbest most impressive people unimpressive people and you're making it easy for them you're going oh yeah what's a little funny though right is the shit that i was saying on twitter was being tagged as misinformation but the shit that i was saying is the shit that's coming out right fucking now by WHO, CDC, you know, fucking Fauci, all these fucking people as the information. Right. If you said... So if that doesn't tell you what the fucking... Uh, the government's piece in... Like, some states are using PCR thresholds that are north of 40. Fauci says that's bad. That would, be, that would have been flagged as misinformation. Right. But... If a news reporter now reports that Wisconsin has now lowered their PCR threshold to below 35, that would not be flagged. And it's the same fucking thing that you just said. Right. So who, why are you trusting who you trust? Why, dude? Because they like the status quo. This is the funniest thing. You can't be an edgy artist and then have no room for freedom of expression in a society if it doesn't jive Jive with the community. If it doesn't jive with the community and jive with whatever stupid, creepy politician that, like, uh, it's it's honestly fucking sick. I don't have any opinions. I am a robot. I am programmed to agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jive with the community. Um, What a bunch of lame fucking quizzling. I somehow just made a bunch of money. I don't even... I can't even really see it. Dude, you're rich? Looks like I'm up $260 on AMC. Holy shit, dude. Which I didn't even fucking realize was happening. Bonus. Too busy podcasting. Bonus, dude. That's bonus money, dude. Dude, you're a fucking baller. Market's not even open. You know what I mean? And I'm making money. So you're a baller, dude. I'm a baller. Um what else? I don't know. I mean, we can stop right there if you've got nothing else. Or we could just keep fucking 
puking our opinion all over these people with yours. I really am curious. People have been very nice to us up until this point, going, "Hey, you know, I disagree with you on some things, but overall, I like it." Um, but actually, all right. Here's why I don't think we're pushing the envelope. One, nothing we said is factually unsound if it's actually all based on fact. The reason we get upset is because we read the fucking left-wing news, okay? The reason you get upset is because you have this idea of some right-wing news that doesn't exist or you don't want it to exist. We actually read the same news that you people read. I'm addressing the people that are going to get mad about us. Right. We're looking at the same fucking information and deriving radically obvious opinions from it that actually piss us off because they're so absurdly stupid. So anyways, I don't the reason I don't think this podcast episode should piss off many people is cuz one it's consistent with everything we've been saying and two, <laughs> if anything pisses you off, if it's probably just my annoying tone, my barking that I've been doing, but not necessarily the substance of what I'm saying because again, I don't go in fucking creepy chat rooms. I don't fucking go on Infowars. I get all my news from the same boring, awful I love fucking... how people just think that I'm getting my news from fucking QAnon. Are you fucking dumb in no, the ass? Th- this is what they actually think. They actually think this. They think that you went, when people went on par... Like, they actually think that some normal guy with, like, a girlfriend and a fucking desk job uh, and a nice family downloaded parlor so that he could just like read a bunch of mini mind where, where are we meeting with our guns to overthrow the government guys no, these are just dumb children that they're so ignorant and so unwilling to even look at what they're doing that it's just like ugh, I, I i don't know they're just mushrooms they're mushroom brains <laughs> you're kept in the dark and you're being shit on, and that's how you grow. <laughs> You're a fungi. Fuck off. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> no more celebrities telling us, telling us what we're supposed to feel. I'm so sure can.